Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Sunday evening or a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm. Or wherever it is you get podcasts from, we appreciate all of our great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffee House and Churnin' Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip through the drive through over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starville or at Brupolo in Tupelo. It'd be kind of weird if Brupolo was in Macomb. Now, would McBrew? McBrew. That, that, that works. That, that, that's, that's good. Getting too close to McDonald's. I think they actually call it. They have well, they have McCafe, right? Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that's uh, it's getting pretty close to getting gimmick close. infringement. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And in no way do I want Strange Brew to be compared to McDonald's. They're right next to each other. I know, but I mean, me anyway. and you stand next to each other a lot of times, and that's true. Do you really want to be compared to me? I would, I thought you would have gone the other way on that, but that's fine. No, uh, no. Wherever you are. Wherever you live, you can get Strange Brew Coffee. You can have it every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order for shipping. Whatever kind of coffee machines on your counter, you can have Strange Brew Coffee dripping, brewing, whatever it is, K-cupping right there on your front door. All right. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to get maroon and white merchandise, whatever you're looking for, whatever kind of uh, logo wear you're looking for, for yourself, if you're looking for something for your car. You know, license plates and, and stickers and all that. If you're looking for them for the house, if you're looking for them for your tailgate, whatever it is you're looking for for Mississippi State, they've got it at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowey by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, is looking forward to seeing you this spring. The weather this weekend was fantastic. I wish we had had home baseball because it would have been a great weekend at Humble Taco to be out there on the porch enjoying a margarita and enjoying some tacos that you can't get anywhere else. So we're looking for something different, but also delicious. Head over to Humble Taco and enjoy some Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. When you're looking for an easy choice for lunch, man, Firehouse Subs is always a good one. There's probably one near you. They've got locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Madison and Flowood. And all you've got to do is download the Firehouse Subs app, and then they make it really easy. Just walk in, grab your sandwich, get out. If you're in a hurry for lunch, you can't beat it. You also can't beat how quickly the reward points pile up with the Firehouse Subs app. You know, one weekend is, is, uh, is you know, it happens. Two weekends, and it's a problem. Three weekends is a trend, Robbie Falk. And that's where we are with this baseball team. And what an incredible turn of events happened in, in this weekend. I'll be honest with you. Friday, I'm looking at State played this two-lane team, and I'm thinking, okay. So the show, you know, I start thinking ahead to the show, and I'm thinking, okay, this shows me how they, you know, they found the bats, and they got everything going again, and, and now they're, they're rolling. And, of course, Landon Sims gets hurt, and we'll have to talk about that. But from an offensive perspective, you got what you needed out of the weekend. Saturday, you know, I went to the movies. I went to the afternoon show. When I get out, it's 10 to 3. 
I'm like, okay, same day, different verse. And from that moment, and maybe it's me, but I started keeping up with the game at that point. It was all downhill for Mississippi State, and they end up dropping two out of three to Tulane. They're now six and six in the season. As you tweeted, their worst start since 2008, the last year of Ron Polk at Mississippi State. Robbie Falk, what is wrong with this baseball team? I don't know, man. I, I think uh, – Hold on. I want to redo that. I mean, I, I, we got to do that a little more forcefully. You ready? What's wrong with this baseball team? Tell them, Falk! Well, <laughs> Brian, I think what you're seeing right now is a team that is right now just kind of crumbling under the pressure of dealing with a national championship and the expectations that is Mississippi State baseball. And right now there's just – there's not enough guys on this roster that can get them over that hump. Um, this program has never dealt with these expectations. We can we can talk about expectations being high at Mississippi State and, and all that, and they have been for a long time, but they have never been to this level. They have never been to the point where the team finally won a national championship, and now that is – 100% the goal. You, you've shown that you can win a national championship at Mississippi State. Now you need to go get another one. And this is a team that's got every single program in the country with a target on their back. You remember the movie The Warriors? Yeah. Mississippi State is the Warriors right now, except for they, weren't, they didn't have a, you know, a killing pinned on them. They, they're just hunted by everyone else. So Mississippi State cannot – Right now, I, I don't think they can deal with the pressure. I, I just, I, I think they've been pressing. I, I think that they just have not been able to deal with that. But the offense is something that I talked to you for, um, you know, the, a few shows about being something I was not worried about. And I think this weekend kind of proved that. I mean, Sunday was not, you know, incredible offensively for Mississippi State. They went 0 for 8 or 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position. And that's a big reason why they lost the ball game. They did not hit the ball well late in that ball game against Tulane, but I mean they scored over forty runs in three ball games. That should be enough. Well, maybe not. They didn't score forty. They had it was, it was uh, they scored they scored thirty four, thirty three runs. Yeah, sorry, I'm not good at math sometimes. It's okay. What has been the one thing that I've told you that I'm highly skeptical about with this Mississippi State team? The bullpen. The bullpen, exactly. And this weekend proved exactly why I am very skeptical. This is a dangerous situation for Mississippi State, Brian. Mm -hmm. This is a dangerous situation. They're about to go through a full season with this bullpen. And I, I'm going to tell you, I do not like the idea of this bullpen being counted on in SEC play. I really don't. And listen, bad weekend for Scott Foxhall. He was not good this weekend. Mm -hmm. He was not good. No, He's a guy that he he has hit the right buttons for Mississippi State over over the last year and a half, two years. Mm -hmm. He missed every button. There was ten buttons there, and he he pushed the wrong one every time. Yeah. Um, and Saturday he Saturday was a big he was a big reason why Mississippi State lost on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know if you know maybe Stone Simmons is hurt. I don't know, but there's no reason if he's healthy he should not have gone back out for the ninth inning on Saturday. Parker Stinnett should not be the guy you turn to right Well, they there. said that as much in the post-game press conference, Robbie. They said that the plan was just to go to Stinnett. And sometimes plans have I, got I don't to understand change. It. You've got to win the game. Win the game, win the series, 
let Stanette go tomorrow, the next day, you know, if that's going to be the case, if you're just that desperate to get him an inning. But you have to win the game there, and Stanette has not shown any reason to be trusted, neither has Cam Tuller, who, who pitched to one batter today, went up 0-2, and then issues a walk. Uh, Mikey Tepper hasn't shown it. Hasn't that's shown the it. guy you brought in after Parker Stanette. Yeah. There, there's nobody – I mean – Brooks Auger pitched okay this weekend. Yeah. He um, had a balk, which I thought he can't do that, but I thought that's, I thought that was a little ticky tack either. Yeah. But balking in, in the situation, winning run is, you can't do that. You can't, you're, yeah. you're right. You can't do that. It was a game time run, but still. Um, but Cam Tuller, I, he I doesn't it, have it. I, I don't understand why that is the guy you go to right there. Go try Pico Cone. Try, try, let, let's see what he can do from the left side. Why has it got to be Cam Tuller? You know what bothered me the most about that, Robbie? Is they brought in a lefty to pitch to a righty. Well, the, the first guy was a lefty, and they oh, they, they, they change? Okay. Yes. I they, was they watching that. Hit. I was like – They pinch hit for the lefty. Okay. I yeah. get that then. I, I can, I, I, that, 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 that makes it a t- just a touch more palatable. But the fact is, like you said, Tuller hasn't gotten people out all year. Neither has Stinnett. He had a great game. He had a good game against Van. Or, I'm sorry, Vandy. Grambling. But that's grambling. It just yeah, it's overpowered them. Yeah, it just the just the, the my main issue with this with the bullpen is they don't throw strikes. You're exactly correct, and 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 I thought that it was Auger was a good example of that. Brought in in the spot he was in on Sunday, you have to go after the hitters. You know, you mm-hmm. can't sit there and nibble and try to get them to chase. You've got to go after them, and he didn't do that. They, they didn't do much of anything in that eighth inning, Tulane. No, they they no. didn't have to do anything. No. They have one hit by the nine-hole guy, and then you walk, through, you walk two guys, balked home a run. It's just that, that kind of stuff. And, get, I mean, I give more credit to Drew Talley for just throwing strikes. I mean, they, had, no. they, they barreled him up. They gave, he had two doubles. But he also got out of that, um, and he, he pitched okay. I mean, he, he came in there and threw strikes. And, and it's one of those things like you just – you go in there and throw strikes, and if you get beat, you get beat. But you can't just gift someone a ball game. And that's what happened on Saturday. Jack Walker couldn't throw strikes consistently, and then when he did throw strikes, he got absolutely murdered, gave up a grand slam. They cut the lead to, to two runs. Yeah. Uh, Brooks Auger got him, out of, got him out of trouble there. Then you really settle down with Stone Simmons, and you come out in there, and then Parker Stinnett can't throw strikes. Mm-hmm. And, and what what has told you that he's going to do that in the ninth inning of a ball game like this? What has given you the impression that he's going to be able to come in there, pound the strike zone, and get out a, he cannot a pretty good hitting team? Stanet can he has no control on the fastball, just doesn't. I mean, th- there is for strikes. If you can't throw your fastball for strikes, I mean, unless you want to become a knuckleballer, what are you doing? And, and that's the problem now. You know, Landon Sims is. Conceivably done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't gotten an official word on that, but right. everybody that I talk to believes that it's that it is what we all suspect, and this elbow injury. And I, I don't expect him to pitch again as a Mississippi State uh, player. So now you're te- you're going to have to take someone else out of the bullpen or somewhere and, and make them a weekend starter, and that's another piece that's going to be missing there. I guess Jackson Fristo is going to have to come to the weekend. I don't know, but and he uh, wasn't great against Southern Miss. No, I mean it's this is a this is a 
very dangerous situation for Mississippi State. You haven't even gotten into conference play, and you're 500. Um, and these are good teams that they're playing, but there's no reason for them to be six and six at this point. There's no reason whatsoever for them to be six and you know, six. You know, Killing State right this second. Houston Harding's yeah. decision to go pro. Yeah, that that would have been big. They could be. They could use him so much right now. That would have um, been big. And what, I, it's, what, it's just hard to believe that this pitching staff is at this point. I mean, yeah, especially when you think about what they were last year. I mean, they they just were dominant at times, and and now they just they just don't appear to have any answers. And then, it, like I said earlier, it spoils a weekend where you got the bats going a little bit, where Kellen yeah. Clark's hitting the ball out of the ballpark, where Logan Tanner's hitting the ball out of the ballpark, where R.J. Yeager gets a few hits, and and you and get now, some runs, and you think, okay. This is moving in the right direction. Even the win came with the cost, like you said, with Landon Sims. I mean, it was a disaster weekend, Brian. Yeah. I, I, me and you both picked State to lose a series. I thought they were going to lose a series. Not like this. They could have easily swept the series, but instead, they the bullpen was even further decimated and looked just awful. Mm-hmm. You lose your best pitcher probably for the season, and you lose a series. So it was just a disaster. It was a disaster weekend for Mississippi State, and it's not going to get any easier here. Is there is there any doubt in your mind that what happened on Saturday translated to Sunday? Absolutely. Tulane, if Tulane loses that ball game ten to three, if State doesn't give up that big inning, and Tulane I think if State wins ten inning, to eight, they they win on Sunday. I think they have a better chance to win on Sunday, but I think Tulane would have absolutely laid down. They were they were dead. You know, they, they they didn't get to do any of their dugout shenanigans. Nobody was getting – nobody was pimping anything. Nobody was stomping on the plate. Nobody was, was chirping in the dugout. And that grand slam changed everything. Mm-hmm. They got right back in the ball game. Then they come back and win the game. And that comes right back into Sunday. And, and State never really had the edge. You know, they, they had some good moments, but they never really had the edge. And by the way, I love Hunter Hines. I love Aaron Downs. Mm-hmm. I love what I'm seeing from those two guys. Um, everybody else, Logan Tanner, I love what I'm seeing from Logan Tanner. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has got to step it up and be be more consistent. And that includes um, Luke Hancock and Cam James, who are – Luke Hancock was not great this weekend. No. Cam, Cam James scalded several balls, but – Can't can't find the, the soft spots right now. Everything he's hitting is right at, guys. And, that, Clark, and that's a, you know, Clark had a good weekend. He did, and, and – with, with with James, when you hit the ball like that, you know eventually it's going to drop. But you need it to drop. I mean, you need they needed one of those two one of those balls to drop this weekend. Could have made a huge difference for Mississippi State. Just a yeah. lot of issues. You mentioned the coaching decision, and then you have the worst part of it all is that Landon Sims likely is out for the season, um, and likely will never pitch for Mississippi State again. Um, and he was pitching the game of his life when it happened. Had struck out 10 of the 11 batters he had faced, was in complete control, total dominance, and then it's just snatched away from you like that. It, 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 regardless of who you cheer for, you hate to see that. Your heart aches for that. Um, obviously, when Mississippi State returns to start, well, they should be back You know, as we're recording. Probably they may be back already. Uh, but he'll have an MRI, I would imagine, Monday morning or Sunday evening, and then they'll let us know. Uh, hopefully we can find out on Sports Talk Mississippi when we talk to Coach Lamonis uh, today at 420. Uh, we can find out the answers to that. But I said a second ago, you know, I think Saturday bled into Sunday 
I'm worried now that this weekend's going to bleed into the rest of the season. I'm worried. I, I these two games coming up on uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday. I mean, mm. mentally, state must be in a terrible place now. I will say this, you know, two years ago, sort of the same deal, right? Had that terrible loss to Texas Southern, went out and lost to a not great Long Beach team. By the way, Long Beach finally won another game today. And they went to play down in Biloxi and they got two and you thought, okay, they're turning it around. They're going to, they're going to figure this out. And then the season ended, obviously. Let's move on into the second half of the show. And then we'll talk about that. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi beef council who want to remind you Beef is what's for dinner. I'm sorry I had pork on Sunday. I'm, I'm very sorry, guys. I'll, I'll have beef next time. A steak, a burger, brisket, tri-tip, whatever you want to cook on the grill when the weather's like this, you want to get outside and cook, you know you want to be cooking beef. So head to the grocery store, head to your local butcher, and get some great cuts of beef. Put them on the grill. Great meal for your family and a great deal for our beef producers here in this state, 15,000 of them in the Magnolia State. So don't forget to add beef to whatever it is you're cooking this weekend. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Robbie and I, we are men of our word. We had lunch at Two Brothers on Friday, and it was fantastic, just like it always is. So if you're going to be in Starkville this weekend or anytime you're in Starkville, you need to make a trip to Two Brothers, grab some smoked wings, grab a couple of tacos, grab the big porker, and enjoy yourself at Starkville's best barbecue restaurant. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I, other people want to talk about tradition. No, no, no. No, no, no. Two brothers all the way. Next time you're in Starville, if you haven't already, make sure you make a trip to Two Brothers. On Put that on your list of things to do. Doesn't get any simpler than this. Great products, great service. But it's more than that with Advantage Business Systems, especially when we're talking about service. Obviously, the products are great because they have the biggest selection of everything you're looking for. Copiers and printers, computers and software, information and mailing systems. But the service is where they really stand out because they're a Mississippi company. They're not an international company sending you off to a call center with a 1-800 number and a, we'll talk about getting out there in a week to 10 days. No, no, it's 601-362-9192. And let's talk to a person that lives here in Mississippi. And let's get out there today or tomorrow and get you back up and running. That's the difference with Advantage Business Systems. That number again is 601-362-9192. Or you can check them out online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Robbie, two huge games coming up for Mississippi State. Let's start with pitching. I mean, where do you even go? Who starts these games for State? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess Jackson Fristo starts one of them. If he's not hurt, doesn't Stone Simmons need to start a game? I mean, don't you need him in the bullpen? Yes, but... I mean, we're running out of options here, Robbie. We got we got to get. I'm some starting outs. to feel. It, this is crazy to say. I'm starting to feel like this bullpen is worse than 2017. Oof. Because I felt better about at the time. I felt better with Riley Self and Spencer Price. You knew you had Self bullpen. and Price. And, I, and and people people forget that they were really good. Well, they were outstanding. All American that year, and that year really kind of wore them down because they threw 30 plus games. They were never the they, same. People forget about them that year. There's nobody in this bullpen that I feel good about like that outside of Stone Simmons. There's not There's not a single person. Right. Brandon Smith is maybe the closest. That might be a guy that starts. Um, that might be that might, maybe, might be the way to go. You're not – you're not. I, th- this is 2017 territory for me. It, it really is. I, and I don't feel like that's hyperbole. I, I do not think that this group can get it done. I just Price. don't. I, 
I feel like this. I feel like this. Uh, this this offense is going to be pretty good, but everybody's going to be able to score runs in this league. So you you separate yourself by being able to pitch, and I don't think Mississippi State's going to be able to pitch. They're going to have to have their starter stretch seven, eight innings every single night. It's price that year four and one with in thirty one appearances with fourteen saves, and Self was five and two with eight saves and thirty one appearances. They threw a combined. I mean, as relievers, they threw a combined eighty two eighty two and a third innings. Yeah, there's there's no one outside of Simmons that I've that I feel is capable of doing that consistently. Pico maybe uh, maybe can help you out. Do you have a position player you can throw out there like Mangum? No. <laughs> Could Kellum Clark pitch? I don't know. Gumbit's throw. This is, I mean, how did, this it's crazy. how did we get I, to this point, Robbie? I don't know. I, I really don't because I felt good about this group coming in. I, I felt like they were returning a lot. You know, you really wanted to get Houston Harding back. But, you know, I I, I felt like this was still going to be a good group. You, you thought you would see a jump from Jackson Fristo. You thought everybody would be better, but they just haven't. I mean, Cam Tuller has regressed. Um. You know, I don't – some of the other guys just have – I mean, Jack Walker, I think, is going to be good, but he just – he's not ready yet. Um, you know, Pico, uh, he didn't have a great game against Southern, but I, I'm jury's still out on him. I, I still think he has the ability to be to be good. I just – I don't know why he didn't pitch this weekend. Mm-hmm. This The 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 pitching uh, strategy right now just kind of baffles me. I, I don't really know what's going on. I don't know the there's, – there's no rhyme or reason – and I, I don't know, you know, the decisions that are being made. I just, I just don't understand them right now. It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating, especially, like you said, you know, on a weekend we scored 33 runs after having so many offensive woes. To score 33 runs, you think, okay, everything's fine. But you're not because your pitching is just in shambles all of a sudden. This is a year after, you know, having maybe the best pitching staff in the country and having a first-round pick in Bednar and a future first-round pick and Landon Sims and other for, and other high draft choices and McLeod and and uh, uh, Sarantola and and then you know Houston Harding goes and takes an undrafted free agent route. And, and I mean, they, they all, threw they threw ten innings this weekend and gave up eleven runs. You're not going to beat anybody like that. You're not no. going to beat SWAC teams doing that. You know, I mean, it's just that's just that's incredible that you can't find one. And the one guy who was a stopper who went out there and pitched one, two, three, no no issues. They gave him one inning in a two-run ball game. The the one inning that you needed him was the ninth. Yeah. <laughs> I said going. I just Ramones's <laughs> comment there, and you know, I'll give Chris Ramones. I always give him a ton of credit. He's for for two however long he's been here since two thousand nineteen. He has consistently pushed the correct buttons. Whatever mm-hmm. moves he's made, he's rolled the dice, and they've come up the right way. But this weekend, that didn't happen. And to come out and just say that was just the plan to give Stinnett the ninth, the ninth. Well, maybe that was the plan when it was ten to two, but at ten to eight, you need three outs, and you got to have somebody you can trust to get them. And I, I just don't see how Stinnett is that guy under any circumstances. Or Tuller. Or Tuller. I mean, how can he? He's walked a guy now in every single appearance. And so he's. I mean, we we haven't seen anything from him that suggests he's a matchup guy because he's not. You know, uh, Tristan Barlow a, a few years ago was a guy that you couldn't leave in there very long, but he could come in there and strike somebody out. You get a couple outs, yeah. I, we, what have, we haven't seen that at all from 
from Cam Tuller. No. So I, I don't know if they're just saying, you know, this guy's been here, he's pitched. We don't want to put a freshman in there, but you would be better off going with Pico at this point. Is if you're going to go the lefty route, mm-hmm. I like Pico's stuff better, and I, I feel like he's going to throw strikes. Tuller can't have any confidence at this point. He just can't. No, I think Pico Pico Cohen at least has confidence. He's going to yeah. throw with a little attitude. I don't know. Six and six. You, you're, you're exactly right, though. I mean, Chris has. It's been pretty amazing how, and it, I mean, I guess he was due making, having some yeah, bad he, things happen. It's been pretty amazing that, you know, everything he's done has hit the right buttons. And this team has never been, I, I don't want to say never, but under him, we, I don't know if we've seen this much adversity. Yeah. You know, that, that 2020 season, they started off poorly, but they were 12 and four. Mm. This team's six and six. They're they're already worse than he's ever had, mm-hmm. so this is this is the the first to me this is the first time where it's truly, you know we we are going to either get right or we're going to get left in this league. I mean, because you can get embarrassed in this league this year with yeah. the talent that, that's in this league, Ole Miss, LSU, mm-hmm. Arkansas is probably going to get it right at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, Alabama's a better team. Auburn's a better pitch. team. This team is is the worst record in the SEC right now. Right now, Mississippi State is the worst team in the SEC. So th- this is a true uh, crossroads moment for Mississippi State. I just don't know if this particular team has it to be able to climb out of this and be a really good team this year. I just I don't know if they're going to have the pitching. And I – I'm I'm never one of those guys that mails it in early in baseball. Like, right. Believe me, I'm always the guy that's that's talking about it's a long season, all that. But I'm looking at these pieces right now in the bullpen. You have to have some pieces there. You you have to have some guys that you feel can give you four innings out of the bullpen. Some guys that you feel can come in there and shut things down. I just don't think State has those guys and. Even if they have the offense this year, even if they are are able to score eight nine runs a game, it's going to be very difficult. If you're not able to stop the other team from scoring, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But what now? You've put pressure on Preston Johnson and Cade Smith, who pitched well. By the way, they 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 weren't great, but they battled and they had Mississippi State in position to win a ball game both Mm -hmm. times. Yeah. That neither one of them pitched their best games this season. Cade Smith got rocked early. He gave up five hits and a couple runs. He settled in. Preston Johnson was kind of the same way. But both of those guys were in position, and Mississippi State couldn't help them out. They didn't help them out. So those guys now, you ask, you're asking them to pitch seven or eight innings every week, and that's who, tough. Who goes to Friday? That That's the big question mark. I think it's got to be Cade Smith. I, and, and you're moving them up two days. So that's that's tough, and he just threw eighty something pitches. You just have but, to hope that against Princeton, maybe he can throw four innings, and you've got a good yeah. lead, and you can take him out. So something tells me that this staff won't do that, but I think that you need that to happen. You you got to give yourself a shot on Friday night. I just feel like Kate Smith is more of a because I think he's probably your Friday night guy next year anyway. Yeah, might as well just go ahead. And I mean, you you could move off. both of your guys up. You could you could do Preston Johnson on Friday and move up Kate Smith Saturday and just figure it out on Sunday. 
but I, I do I do think Cade is probably the better of the two. I I would probably just move him up a day. Yeah. And not do that drastic of a change and move him up two days and I just I I don't know what the answers are, man. I I and don't like I, said, I mean I, I assume I think you're right. Brandon Smith will probably get a start this week in one of these Texas Tech games. Or do you let him go on Sunday? This was not scheduled well. No. Do you let him go on Sunday, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but you kind of need him in the bullpen. I mean, that's the problem. You're you're balancing having a good starter and strengthening your bullpen. And I I don't know the answers. I I think Jackson – I think right now you have to look at it as, can we get a good start? Somebody gives us five or six innings, and we can get out to a lead and then just hold on for dear life. I mean, that's what that 2017 team had to do. Yeah, it really was. And, you know, they were more successful more often than not until the end of the season. Um, so this is going to be this, a hell of- this is This is one of those seasons. I mean, let's be honest. If people don't want to hear this, but it's hard, extremely hard to be consistently great, to, be, to consistently every single year win 40-plus games. Yeah. It's very difficult to do. The best programs in the country – it's it's difficult to do. Um, you know, LSU has had has had down years. State Arkansas was last in the SEC a few years ago. It's very difficult. You you have some years where things just the roster just doesn't doesn't work. State is going to have. I'm not saying that this season is going to be like that, but it's going to be a difficult season. They're going to have to really battle their tails off here to be a really good team. Because I think the offense has a chance to be good, but we're seeing some revelations on these uh, on the pitching staff, and it's yeah. not good. It isn't good, and we'll see. And losing Landon Sims is a tremendous loss. If, if State loses these two games to Texas Tech, you can just go ahead and put hosting away. You can just put it away. Oh yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that's barely—it's barely a know. glimpse right now. Right now, you're like a 14, 15, 16. Because right. I mean, you're talking about you're about the the reason that I think all that is because of the schedule in SEC. It's just right. not a, it's not going to be an easy. Because you're not winning twenty games in the SEC it. with the way you're pitching right now. You're just not. No. You might get lucky to win, have a winning record. You might be sixteen and fourteen, which will be good and, enough to get in, but not good enough to host. And you know, you you've got to you're after this season. I'm saying they're going to have to go get some pitching in the transfer portal. They're going to get some guys that can help them out. Yeah. Yeah. No question. So, men's basketball, you know, we we would talk about that, but I feel like we've depressed you enough. That season, the regular season is over. Bulldogs in South Carolina on Wednesday in the 8-9 game, I believe. Uh, And we'll see. You know, maybe they can extend the season another day, maybe not. But, you know, that team's postseason. Right now, I think I saw saw that uh, our friend Stefan Krasnick was talking to one of the NIT bracketologists who says he, he has state currently out of the NIT. So uh, there's no way they accept a bid. You don't think even if they it's are time to move no. forward? No. I, I tend to agree with you. Nobody's getting behind that. No, and by I the mean, way, did, who, who subjected themselves to that game last night? You're an absolute glutton for punishment. Did you watch it? I watched the entire game. Oh, I mean, it happened almost like simultaneously, like the, the baseball game collapsed. Happened and like an hour or so later, yeah. 
Hey, it's us, Mississippi State basketball again. And it was the same. Are... It was the same story, Robbie. It was <laughs> get behind big, claw back. Can't quite get there. So, <laughs> I you mean, know what's funny about this weekend, Robbie? I didn't watch a single. Uh, all, all those people that think we're just basketball idiots, they're they're eating us up right now. I didn't watch a single minute. Watched every minute. You know what's funny is outside of Mississippi State sports, I had a fantastic weekend. Wouldn't oh, saw man. the Fat Man. It was incredible. When I cooked out on, on Sunday, I, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, I was really pleased with how everything came out. And I didn't get an invite to this. Well, it was just for the family. Was, I just cooked for my family. Robbie, your if I ever family, have like a big cookout, I'm always going to invite you. I'm your family. That being said, the next one I'm having, you're not going to be in town. So, What's that? It's, uh, it's WrestleMania weekend. Oh, yeah, I'll actually be at WrestleMania. You'll be at WrestleMania. Yes, you didn't pay $100 to watch it on television. That's right. So, but yeah, it's like, it's so weird. Like my life is, you know, outside of Mississippi state, I was like, wow, what a great weekend. One of the best ones I've had in a long time. And then <sighs> there's gotta be something. I got no that, balance. Yeah. There's gotta be something to, to make your day gray. Yeah. And yeah, we, right. we knew this was coming when, when they dogpiled, I told somebody like the state had to sell their soul for this. Something bad's going to happen. You knew immediately. You couldn't even have one day of being happy. I mean, we couldn't even enjoy the national championship because we knew something was going to be lurking around the corner and what's lurking. I thought the it was football is, season, but I it was a not. seven win football season. That's okay. It's kind of meh. basketball just went to the dumps. Yeah. Women's basketball. You know, softball is not very good. Baseball is not very good. So this has not been a great athletic year for Mississippi State. It hasn't. It hasn't. We'll see what happens. All right, guys, back with you tomorrow. We'll hopefully have some more answers. We'll talk to Coach Lamontis and Sports Talk Mississippi, uh, and we'll talk a little more baseball, football uh, tomorrow. Positional breakdown. We'll talk uh, wide receivers. A lot there. There's some positivity. There's some guys who can catch the football on, on Mississippi State's campus this year. Um, rumblings on Wednesday, and then more baseball talk, and uh, we're getting closer to spring football. I think what three weeks away. So we got some more football talk as well. Guys, have a great Monday. And Robbie and I will be back with you tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk. Mississippi Media Production.